0: About a week ago, a young Indian medical student studying medicine in a country other than India. And I don't want to mention the country's name. She was pregnant. What surprised everyone? was that she herself did not know that she was pregnant until she gave birth. By the way, this is the story that happened last week in just last 10 days. When her parents in India came to know about this whole situation, their family told her that she should get rid of the child by starving or by giving away the child to someone and written to India as nothing has happened. Her Indian contractor and teachers who had been trying to give away the baby. Meanwhile, a Christian lady who worked at the hospital came to know about this and wouldn't allow this to happen. the lady really wanted to get rid of the baby as soon as possible due to uh, parents' pressure and the university staff where she was studying. So she starved the baby, ignored the baby for about a week. My friend happens to work in that country for about 20 years. It's the same country where I used to work. So I know that country. It's a different kind of world. It's a different world. My friend visits her, talks to her, and she tells that I don't want this baby. My friend said, is it okay if I take this baby? She said, it's fine. Neither the mother nor the baby has any legal documents to allow them to give away the child. So my friend and his family, they are seeking help right now from Indian embassy in that country. Even for the Indian embassy staff, this is a very unique situation. They have not experienced anything like this before. They said they need some time to figure out what to do. Now, the child is at my friend's place. Yesterday, he sent me email of that baby, it's a beautiful Indian boy. Now, under the care of my f- friend's house, cared by his wife, loved by them, fed. And he said, my friend said, he is gaining weight. Very good news. Well, I told this story because we read in the text which says, the harvest is plentiful, the laborers are few. And when I was pondering on that text, nothing but this story of my friend that was unfolding day by day just kept coming in my mind. I felt that my friend here is a laborer. And the baby who needed a family is a harvest. Harvest signifies that there is need in the world. When Jesus saw that need, his heart is filled with pain. And that's why he always calls people. And here we see that he is selecting these 12 disciples so that they would go into the field which is the world, which is in pain, suffering, and chaos, which is in need of God, need of healing, touch of God. And God is calling these 12 disciples, sending them into this field. Harvest is plentiful, the laborers are few. My friend is a pretty good example of being a person who is a laborer, and the situation that they are helping that's a harvest now these are these are just this is just one example but there, you can multiply these kind of stories hundreds and thousands of times so basically what Jesus is telling that there is so much need around us and God calls his people who can hear his call understand what is the what is going on in the heart of God Bob Pierce is a founder of World Vision. And I like the quote. I like what Bob Pierce said. He said, "Let my heart be broken with the things that breaks the heart of God." Isn't it a beautiful quote? Bob Pierce, "Let my heart be broken with the things that breaks the heart of God." I used to volunteer for World Vision in India, working in slums. Trying to build toilets. Helping people with HIV. A number of other issues. There is so much need, and God calls his people so that we can address some of these needs in the world. 20 years back, nearly 23 years back, I was called to ministry. My call to ministry was very turbulent. I was experiencing failure after failure. And I didn't know what, where to turn and who to turn to. And I started reading book of Jonah. And I read book of Jonah one time, second time, third time, fourth time, and I kept reading and reading and reading. And I felt that I'm like Jonah. God is calling me. And what am I doing? I keep running. And if I keep running, what's going to happen? Failure after failure. That's what I felt in my heart. So I said, "Okay, God, I give up. And I trust you now. I would like to follow you. But I did that out of fear that if I don't follow God, something bad is going to happen. And not only to me, to my family, and I, I would not allow that to happen, so I'd rather follow God. Before that, I studied, I was graduated with economics, I was training in softwares, and I wanted to be a software guy, I started to think of getting a business in software. This is what happens. Leave everything, leave my family and everybody and go to a different city and started working for God. And I worked like crazy. (laughs) I worked so hard. Because I felt that God is calling, and he needs a laborer, and I am the one. And I worked hard. I worked so hard, carrying boxes, wooden boxes, on my back, sometimes without food. And of course, I didn't care about the compensation. Sometimes without sleep. Carrying boxes of books and literatures and transporting, putting in the truck, from the truck, putting in the railway station. The books and the literatures and Bible it just went around throughout, the, throughout India. And I hurt my back so bad. It, it pains. Even sometimes it pains when I my, move my house. And that happens so often when you're like Abraham, somebody told me. I had completely misunderstood misunderstood God. God was calling me for a relationship. And I am understanding God as employer, God as a taskmaster. This is the God who wants me to get the job done. And I am his employer, but actually, biblically, God is calling people for relationship. God called Abraham in Genesis 11. He said, I will bless you, and you will be a blessing. Twofold, very important principle that is emerging from Genesis chapter 11, the call of Abraham. When God calls people, God is going to do two things. Firstly, God is going to bless you so that you will be blessing to others. We cannot be blessing to others if we are not blessed. And here I was, I was not feeling blessed myself. And I was trying to do work for God. And it was hard. I became bitter and angry toward God for many years. It took a while for me to understand that God is loving, gracious, forgiving, and what he wants is to build a relationship with me. That's what is happening in the passage. God is calling disciples. That is need and everything, but basically what Jesus says, come and follow me, observe me. I'm going to provide your needs. You will experience love, kindness, forgiveness, sustenance, providence when you follow me. Imagine when God, Jesus called Peter, and Peter goes home and telling his wife, I, this is what I was imagining, and says, uh, Peter would go and tell his wife that, honey, I, I think Jesus is kind of calling me and I'm I'm ready to go. I said, and I think the wife said, Pete, honey, I get it. I, I get that. But how about fish? How about how about our dinner and lunch and how are you gonna survive? I can imagine that conversation taking place in Peter's house. But somehow Peter trusted and the disciples trusted. And they could see that when you follow Jesus, you can experience his love. And you can amazingly experience his providence. That's what is happening. Jesus is giving power to the disciples that you go and you can do miracles and you can do amazing things. And they started going around towns and villages and started blessing people. And they understood, wow, this is working. This is good. We feel blessed. We don't have to worry. We can trust God. We can follow him. I'm going back to my friend's story. He took that risk for adopting that baby. A few years back, four to five years back, he came to my home in Ohio when we were there. And he told me another beautiful story about... His daughter. His daughter was about six, seven, and but the incident took place like when she was about five, I guess. They were in that country and I have lived in that country. My office was on the sixth floor. If you open the glass window, that is just screen. And if you push the screen, you can actually open it. Just just a small push. And then down, everything is open. Kids can fall easily. Well, they were living on the fourth floor. That's what happened. His daughter fell from the fourth floor. He and his wife rushed downstairs, found their daughter, a little bit confused, but moving around. And the father and the mother thought, see, it looks okay, but says not okay there must be lots of internal damage there's lots of broken bones so they immediately brought her to the hospital and they checked after they checked they made access after access after access because doctor cannot believe it not a single broken bone not a single broken bone not any internal damage And. Just few scratches here and there. And I saw her. Her name is Shekinah. She was playing with my daughter. My daughter's name is Karishma. That means miracle. Imagine I'm watching these two girls playing there. And I can see that, wow, the hand of God is on my friend. I feel he has experienced God's blessing. Not only one time, probably. Many times. And that's why he can be blessings to others principle is very simple. We cannot bless others when we don't feel blessed. So simple. We have a story in the New Testament of a prodigal son. By the way, that is the best stories in the whole Bible. I love it so much because it talks about a father, a loving father, who had two sons. One was an elder and a younger son. The elder son was very legalistic. He was like a laborer for his father, working and working and working. The other son was younger and very weird, naughty. (laughs) Wasted his father's money, comes back to his father, asks for forgiveness. And what does father do? He forgives, accepts, sales, loves back, and throws party. Pretty good. The other brother cannot get it. <laughs> two brothers had two different view about the father. One brother saw his father as a taskmaster, did not have a loving relationship. Where second brother, the younger brother, who could develop a loving relationship with the Father. A beautiful story. Well, my journey was from the older to the younger (laughs) son. It is important that we understand that God is loving Father, calling us, all of us, just do something that is around us. God will bring opportunities again and again and again. God wants us to just get involved in a simple way wherever we can. Amen.